to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. <coughs> I'm Zach, and I'm Zar. Oh, you mean you know Zach means business when he clears his throat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> this is going to be a very serious episode because we are three very serious people. All business. All right, guys. So we're about a week into the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation Five being available. I've been on Reddit. I've been on social media. Are you guys getting jealous yet? Yes. Yes, I, very. I'm not even going to play him, but I definitely have a lot of FOMO right now. Fear of missing out. That's the big. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is legitimate. Every because even the guys that I do know that have the consoles are like, oh, look how cool. <laughs> just old. And it's like, oh, you're having fun playing Call of Duty that we're all playing on all our other systems. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that that's absolutely fair. And it's like, but this is faster and a little bit shinier. And you're like, oh, I want it. <laughs> I want it so bad. But then you're like, but my PC is probably the equivalent of that. So it's also. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if you're being real, especially like the launch titles for the PlayStation actually weren't bad. But Godfall was a big one that came all around. And if I were to get Godfall, which I know Zach's looking at, it's a PC game for sure. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Speaking of Godfall, I'm hoping they patch it because the reviews came in and they are okay. Uh, they just, they okay. compared it to uh, Rise, Son of Rome. So that's how that went. Ooh. Ouch. They're like, it's a launch title. That's it. That's all he said. <laughs> it came with the console. That's all we can say. Oh. It was made. That's more of a deal game. That might be a next year game now. Now, what's interesting is we actually don't have a very big news day because of the launch. But ironically, the news that we do have, it's kind of about what's been going on. And of course, we're getting a little bit from our good pals over at Ubisoft. So, uh, Zach, what are we doing on the pod today? So for the pod today, we are talking, like JP said, we are talking about Ubisoft, PlayStation 5 issues, Xbox issues. And then, of course, we'll end with game releases. Sounds like a pretty depressing episode. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot of silver lining. I don't even know what we can do to make this a more uplifting episode. We can throw in our great comedic humor. (laughs) Our humor. Yeah, Zach's right. We'll use our humor. And Zar, make sure you edit in a lot of anime girl sounds. That usually gets people going. (laughs) I'll be sure to find all those sounds. (laughs) Zar's like, yeah, because I don't totally already have all those. (laughs) Just don't check my browser history. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't dare go into your browser history. There's sound effects, okay? Just sound effects, no video. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Anywho, I think that makes it sketchier. Speaking <laughs> <Yeah>, of <that's> <laughs> sketchy things, will you talk about Ubisoft for us, please? Yeah, get All into right. this for us, sir. So here we go. Another week talking about Ubisoft, like yeah, usual. Yeah, what else is new? This is kind of becoming the norm. Uh, well, they're being weird. They're being really weird lately. So recently, oh, uh, this article actually comes to us from Games Radar and is written by Vicky Blake. 
And so Vicky writes, recently a PC gamer discovered that achievements had been disabled for Watchdog Legion. Just a brief side note. Did you guys see how you Ubisoft hyped up Watchdogs? There were ads everywhere, but in, in the grand scheme of things, I will take those ads over political ads anytime. It's, <laughs> it's so true, but it was actually yeah. really cool because every Ubisoft game was like hacked in quotes by the Watchdogs game and all the main characters for their digital thumbnails were replaced by a pig mask guy. LOL. That's pretty neat. I actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> I actually saw this on my Xbox. All of the antagonists from the Far Cry series, so like Voss, uh, Pagan Men, all of those people on the cover art, their heads were replaced with pig masks. Yikes. Just in my in my backlog, I didn't have to do anything. There's just Pigman all over my backlog. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> it's kind of cool, but really weird. Anywho, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. So achievements had been disabled from Ubisoft's service and the fans were left wondering, well, that's when Ubisoft comes out with a statement saying that they would correct this mistake. But then Ubisoft comes out with another post claiming that it was in fact an intended change. I already don't like where this is going. <laughs> it's it's not like it's going in a bad direction. It's just weird. And so this is a quote from the article. Achievements are not available for this title on PC. And this is an intended change. A rep from the company reported, thanks, PC Gamer. Mm -hmm. Instead of achievements for the new games on Ubisoft Connect, we have expanded the challenges which provide XP and other rewards in their service. Ubisoft then tries to reassure players with this statement. We know that this is a big change for a lot of you, and we appreciate your understanding in this matter. This more social and personalized gaming experience also comes with a newsfeed interface, gathering friends activities and achievements, while brand new smart intel will bring players dedicated tips and video recommendations based on their game activities. The publisher said at this time, each player will have access to data on their personal stats and play style to keep improving or compare with select group of friends through improved leaderboard systems. Okay, so all of this sounds like it's going in a good direction, but is my question is, is there a catch? And see, I, I can't figure that out. To me... It sounds like they're trying to make their own standalone platform with social media connections, context-specific rewards, and, you know, just their own type of reward system. And it's cool. And I've always liked the Ubisoft Club because, you know, I'll get a couple achievements that are worth some gamer score on my Xbox through, like, Far Cry. And then that gives me XP for Ubisoft's connection or it's you it's you connect isn't it isn't it called you connect yes it is they they revamped it and so now it's you connect but it used to be um ubisoft club so what do you do with those experience points that you garner you spend them for what would normally be in-game mi microtransactions like you can get new hmm. weapon skins player skins uh new weapons or soundtracks posters different in-game material that normally EA would make you pay for. It's it's a nice twist, you know, that's free. 
and offers in-game rewards for in-game achievements. Right. But it's just, it's, it's weird. I cannot strip this sense of deja vu that worries me because I, I just keep getting flashbacks of Epic Games taking on Apple. And it, it feels like Ubisoft is building their own little nest and they're going to defend it hard because they have they have a social media platform now. They have these in-game rewards and all content-specific um, notions for their own IPs. Like, if you're going to do all this, make your own damn console. <laughs> I mean, at this point, and, you know, I'm trying to find where they're trying to be nefarious in this, but... I mean, honestly, it's kind of cool because the achievements bad that we're in like that kind of like atmosphere with gaming lately. It just feels like it's like we have to wait to see how they're going to nickel and dime us like, oh, anyway, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, you're because Zach, that was a great point. And I would say not all of gaming, but definitely Ubisoft. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, no, that was a great point, Zach. I've never had a problem with the Ubisoft club, but I'm just really worried how they're like, okay, we're going to take away the achievements for your PC, and now they're our achievements. (laughs) Our achievements. (laughs) That Bugs Bunny meme, our achievements. (laughs) (laughs) Our achievements. I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't see the point of what they're trying to do. And really what it looks like is they're just trying to revamp their own service for the new generation of consoles. And so this is what the user interface that we're heading towards. But uh. and I mean, it's it's not all bad, though, because I mean, like the achievements on the Xbox, they are cool. It's like almost a little gallery of all of your own little, you know, rewards that you've achieved through gaming very you know via each one of the games on the service but at the same time it doesn't provide anything you know other than that little just oh look what i did here it's kind of cool that ubisoft is doing this and providing you an actual reward for accomplishing these little goals which is more of the nintendo way of thinking about it because you know, Nintendo doesn't have like any sort of traditional achievement or trophy system either. But I've noticed in their games, they kind of go down this route more where it's like personal little achievements in each one of the games on its own. Yeah. So like that's the that's the pro that I see is that you actually get more for when you accomplish these impressive things that you do. But on the other hand, I always loved looking at my achievements on my Xbox 360. In fact, here's another place where I give Xbox like a win, a dub over uh, PlayStation. I like the achievement system in Xbox way more than I like the trophy system for PlayStation. Oh, same. I like points over bronze, silver, and gold. And so, Zach, as the main Nintendo guy, like you've had these consoles too. Do you find the same amount of satisfaction when you get like these in-game rewards from Nintendo games as opposed to an actual achievement system from Xbox? What are your thoughts? I mean, I feel like I've never had an achievement system. They're just not something that motivates me. But I also feel like I don't really do them. So I don't know. I guess it's kind of irrelevant to me because I'm not very attentive of those things, JP. (laughs) I I was going to say, like, you've never come off when it comes to gaming, Zach, as much of a completionist, especially relatively to relative to Czar. Right. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I like the stories and I like the bashing the things heads in. And, you know, (laughs) and I like scouring every inch of the game. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what's funny is I'm somewhere in the middle. 
it's like I'll do my best to do all these little achievements, but if something's really far fetched, I'm like, fuck that. And you know what? Most of the time, if I put myself to it, I can get the achievement no matter how hard it is. There's only one achievement that I was never able to actually get. It was a Call of Duty campaign mission. I think it was from like Modern Warfare 2, where there's this level kind of towards the middle of the campaign where you have to take out this guy with a sniper shot from like, you know, 150 to 200 meters away which, okay, for a sniper, no big deal, but there's an achievement if you can get it done with a pistol. <laughs> and I was I was there for hours trying to get it done. And I got close a couple of times, um, but no dice. Don't you, like, blow the guy's arm off? Like, you don't actually kill him. His arm just blows off. I think so. Is that so. the scene you're talking about? I think so. And then your friend is like, oh, you just grazed him. I'm like, that's a little more than a graze. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I did not know there was an achievement for doing it with a pistol. I'd love to see his arm <laughs> go flying. I'm <laughs> sure. A little nine millimeter. I'm sure you could YouTube it because I'm sure people have done it. But yeah, I would. That is like the most. That haunts me that I couldn't that's do hilarious. it. I, get, I was getting frustrated. I was like, you know what? I hate I give up. This isn't worth it. Yeah, back to Ubisoft. It's a cool service. Um, we're still kind of waiting for that nefarious uh, subclause that they're hiding, which I feel like they are hiding. But on the surface, I, I don't really have a problem with this. I think this is kind of cool, and I like the in-game rewards. I hate how, like, this is the point that Zach just brought up. I hate how suspicious I've become of Ubisoft, because... On the surface, if you're just like a casual gamer or like a standard kind of serious gamer, you think of Ubisoft as that great company that's made, you know, Assassin's Creed games and other things, I'm sure. <laughs> they made the South Park games. Oh, you know what? That's fair. And those were really, really good. Mario and Rabbids, Rayman, Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry, Watch Dogs, Prince of Persia, Far Cry. Yeah, they, they've oh, kind of got their own little IP library at this point now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just the thing, though, is like they're reputable. But like if you start digging beneath the surface like the three of us have been doing for the last few months, you're starting to see so much shade. And that's why I'm suspicious of this. I think there's some other type of motive going on. And I hate that I feel that way because I know that it's not all about being money grubbing. Like they're actually providing something to the gamers here. But I'm just like, OK, but what are you up to when you spend money with Ubisoft? It's it's worth it. Like if you're buying a game, it is a well polished product. Like those South Park games are some of my favorite games oh, ever. They were really, really good, especially oh, yeah. the Fractured Butthole. That was an incredible game. Oh, absolutely. It was absolutely. really good. And so, you know, you're getting your money's worth and they're doing a good job. And it does actually feel like love goes into their games. But you're right. They do have a, a darker side and it's it sucks being suspicious. But anywho, <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, suspicious. be suspicious. All right, Zach, what are we doing next? Next up is uh, your baby girl um, has issues. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Talk about them, JP. Well, what issues we getting about? Yeah, all how right, does PlayStation right. 5 suck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, now to be to be fair, I'm on your guys' side. When you Azar, buy a five hundred, yeah, it's coming your way next, baby. I know, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you're just relishing, aren't you? Just over here, like <laughs> for right now, I'll live on cloud nine and trash JP. <laughs> yeah, okay. To be As fair, is tradition. 
As is tradition. This is the way. <laughs> Look, I may be a PlayStation fanboy, but I'm also on your guys' side on if you buy a $5 console, I expect there to not be nearly as many issues of people as people have been experiencing. You know, $5 consoles, JP. That's where'd you find where'd you find a PS5 for $5? Because I need this. Did I say $5? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if we were gonna let that go. Yeah, my bad. $500. I found it on Wish. This, it was this on Wish. explains the issues, actually. <laughs> I'm, it's, it's clicking in my brain finally. Like $5. <laughs> <damn> Sold. <laughs> uh, okay. 500 ruples. Okay. 500 ruples. We got five <laughs> rupees. Anyway, okay. So, what's interesting about the launch is both consoles have had issues. But whereas with the Xbox, it's been about the hardware of the console. With PlayStation, it's almost indefinitely user interface and software issues. And there's been quite a bit. So I don't know if this is more of a warning since not a lot of us have these consoles yet as much as just like informing people, but still interesting to talk about. So why not? Let's get into it. This uh, article we've got is just major PlayStation 5 issues reported by users. Um, this was by Ahmad Khan from tomsguy.com. Thank you, Tom. All right, so where do we begin? Because, like I said, most of the issues on the PlayStation 5 appear to be uh, software issues. And the good news about that is, since it's just software issues, patches can fix this. You know, like, PlayStation can re-release patches and things to fix the bugs in the software a lot more easily than, you know, Xbox would be able to send back their console so that you can get your disk drive repaired. But again, we'll get to that later. So here is a bunch of warnings. He's getting you back already, Zar. Clap back at Zar. Oh, <laughs> it's not my time yet. It's not, it's not even my turn. <laughs> All right, so here we go. We're just going to start going down the list. All right, number one, do not unplug your PlayStation 5 during transfer which is interesting because I gave PlayStation a huge compliment last week on how the PlayStation 4 transfer to the PlayStation 5 of its data, whether that's the games and the save information. I commented on how it seemed pretty seamless. And now people are reporting issues. Now, to be fair on this one, it's not completely PlayStation's fault. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, every yeah. console gives you one. Don't turn off your console while yeah. the game is saving. Don't turn it, off exactly. your console while you're transferring Ex data. I know. I know. <laughs> but people are stupid. The problem is not with the console. The problem is between the TV and the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Look, that's fair. Here's the warning. If you must transfer your PS4 data, then be patient. Some users are running into an issue where it seems that the system is frozen when it's actually not. Do not unplug your PlayStation 5 as it might brick the system. Be patient and wait if after an extended period of time, uh, it does not look like the PlayStation 5 is broken. Call customer support. Okay, here's how this works. So you're in the middle of a data transfer, right? And that means that you're updating a lot of different shit on your PlayStation 5, including some of your motherboard BIOS. And if that data gets corrupted for any reason, then your operating system of the motherboard is shot and you brick the system. That's what bricking the system means, is you've basically corrupted the data needed to actually make your whatever it is operate. And this basically turns the PS5 into a doorstop at this point, right? 
if you brick the system, it's game over. That's the, yeah, that's the worst thing you can do to any of your electronics. Woof. This is incredibly common when you're doing BIOS updates with like motherboards on gaming PCs. That's why it's one of, you know, I'm pretty experienced with at this point with building computers, but it's one of the things that makes me the most nervous is like when I need to do a BIOS update on a motherboard, because if you fuck something up or if you power something off, it bricks the system. That is exactly why you get these warnings like, hey, there's a data transfer in place. Maybe don't turn shit off. And people are like, turn it off, you say? <laughs> it's just like, bro, this is the only case where I'm like, okay, this isn't as much on PlayStation as user error. But still, <laughs> I guess it's worth mentioning in this particular instance. So uh, read your warnings. They're not just there to look uh, to distract you from 4K gaming. <laughs> yeah. And now to be fair, bricking your system is not common. Like if you did for some reason, like have a power outage or something, the chances of bricking your system aren't that high. Um, best case scenario, you lose a little bit of data and you have to restart the transfer. But worst case scenario, you brick the system and now you have a $500 paperweight. And that sucks. But it also does sound like there might be a little bit of a problem because PlayStation or Sony comes out with saying after an extended period, if it does look like the PlayStation 5 is broken, call Sony customer support. Yeah. So clearly people were breaking their systems because they thought that the transfer wasn't moving forward. It's possible. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not saying that like there's not probably not like some type of software bugs someone has had with transferring data. But if you've ever like when I went from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 4 Pro, it took two days to completely transfer over the data. Jeez. For the games I wanted and for the like save data and just the um, OS. Yeah, it took two whole days to get that done. So I understand. All right, next. Do not use an external hard drive yet. So again, we're talking about transferring PS4 data over to the PS5. Um, apparently, data corruption has been occurring somewhere along the transfer process, which again is going to require a software update from Sony. Um, like I said, the great thing about most of these issues is they can be fixed pretty easily with a console update, which I guarantee they're working on right now. Um, let's see. Oh, here's a big bug. Do not use rest mode on the console. I use rest mode all the time on my PlayStation 4, but apparently users are reporting on the PlayStation 5 subreddit that using rest mode while playing Spider-Man Miles Morales has also bricked consoles. Oh, that's game breaking. <laughs> that's so huge. That is a huge oversight. Absolutely. So that's that's one of the biggest games. Like that's you're buying a PS5 to play this. Woof. Yeah, that needs to be fixed pretty quick. I don't know if they're saying that it's just Spider-Man Miles Morales, but I guess there's something about the game. I don't know if this has just been like, I don't know. Most people's experience came from it after playing this game. But yeah, that's going to require a software update to fix. But for now, if you know, if it's not on, turn your PlayStation all the way booted off. Do not use rest mode. And that sucks because rest mode is fucking awesome. It shuts the console off, but it saves your place in your games and your apps. And also it lets you run updates when you're not using the console, which you can't do when the console's off. So naturally, 
like most PlayStation owners and myself, you just put it in rest mode so that you don't have to worry about updates when you boot the thing back on. It's really standard in virtually everything. My Xbox has a rest mode. My PC has a rest mode. My, hell, my phone has a rest mode. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, Zach's right. That's a huge oversight. Um, and it's something to be aware of. I don't know how consistently this problem has been happening for people, but until we get a confirmation from Sony, like, hey, we fixed this issue, I would avoid putting your console on rest mode at all, just to be safe. All right. Uh, <laughs> what else has been going on? Uh, stick with Wi-Fi. So again, it looks like there's some data transferring and networking issues that um, may be because of the LAN port device to be honest it's not 100 confirmed that this is the problem with getting that blazing fast uh solid state drive to work well with your internet but right now people are saying just stick to your wi-fi because they've been seeing better results now that's interesting because i actually don't know if that's a software issue or if that is like some type of hard drive or uh, hardware issue um but it sounds like people are a little iffy on this problem altogether anyway so i don't really know how consistent this problem is with people, but it's just something to keep in mind. Okay, here's an odd one. Use the HDMI cable included with your PlayStation 5. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, not all the HDMI cables will work at the PlayStation 5. Specifically, uh, specifically, you'll need an HDMI 2.1 cable, which is like the ultra high-speed HDMI cable. So... I don't really know. I guess you just get a black screen if you use a standard HDMI cable, but... You know what? I'm not that upset about this guy because honestly, you know, with as old as HDMI has become, they've made way more quality, you know, higher quality HDMI cables. And if you really want the full experience of what the PlayStation 5 has to offer, you'd probably want one of those better cables anyway. I mean, I got I got a 4K HDMI cable for my PS4. Yeah. I mean, this this doesn't sound like a problem at all. This just sounds like the wave of the future because you're right. HDMI has been around for a long time. Like I have an HDMI cable specific for my Xbox 360. And, mm -hmm. you know, as technology advances, I've noticed that like I have this dinky little 20 inch screen TV or something that I used to game on. Yeah. Uh, but my Xbox one doesn't work on it. Mm. It has the HDMI hookups. Like I can use HDMI cables on this TV. So the tech's gotten too advanced, yeah. right? Yeah. The tech has gotten too advanced. The cables aren't what they used to be. And so, you know, it doesn't sound like it's specific to the PlayStation 5. Just get new HDMI cables. Don't try to use your Xbox 360 or your PlayStation 3 HDMI cables. Go with the future. <laughs> and it comes with your HDMI cable, so just... Yeah, precisely. If, if you had to go out and buy a special one, that makes sense. But if it comes with it, then there's what no, you doing? Yeah, then there's no reason to be that upset. I think what ha Sony and Microsoft were plugging along with uh, HDMI and then Nintendo came out with the Wii U like, look, look, we're playing with HDMI now. And the two of them were like, you're still on the old HDMI. We're going 4K, bitch. <laughs> and the Wii U cried because it's the Wii U. Right, Zach? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even going to no quip like I hate you, JP. You're just going to. I mean, I love you, man. I love you. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> Damn you, Zach. You have thwarted my plans again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, just a couple more things. Update your controller. Um, this is a pretty easy one. A few people have been noting like random shutoffs of the controller. Controllers can be updated now. There's software updates for controllers. All you gotta do is go to like your system options and you should find the update controller option. I mean, this has become standard too. Microsoft, Sony, and uh, Nintendo have all been doing this, especially with the Joy-Cons on the Switch. They get updated somewhat frequently. So that's pretty much the bulk of it right there. Um, there's a couple more teeny tiny issues that fewer users have been noticing. But honestly, I think those are more outliers because a lot more people, well, enough people have complained about these other issues to make it definitely worth looking at. And until Sony sends out this next firmware patch to get all of these issues fixed up, if you are a PlayStation 5 owner, keep these in mind as you're using your PlayStation 5. Uh, in my opinion, it's probably only going to take a couple of weeks until we see the kinds of patches to fix most of these issues, especially, like I said, software issues. Easy to fix. Well, not easy, but you get what I'm trying to say. It's not package up your console and send it off to Sony difficult. It's just, hey, wait for this update. And in the meantime, unless you break your system. <laughs> yeah, but as we mentioned, except for the miles, except for the rest mode thing, which is huge oversight. If you're doing it for data transfer, which is the more common issue happening, it's kind of on you. That's fair. It's kind of on you, but still do be careful. And that is pretty much it. Um, <laughs> I know what you're all thinking, like, oh, that's it. That's not a whole lot. But it, other than that, the reception of the PlayStation 5 has been pretty good so far. So Ooh, let's talk about Xbox problems now. Yay! Okay. <laughs> all right. So we have some issues with the new Xbox, just like there are some issues with the new PlayStation. And this review is coming what, to like us. no games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that? not a console issue. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Is it not? Well, tertiarily, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> this is coming to us. turkey. <laughs> mm. It is that season. Yeah, we're getting there. It's like a week away. Yeah, basically. Anywho, this, this article is coming to us from tomsguide.com and is written by Brittany Vincent. All right, Brittany, give us those hot takes. All right, Brittany's giving us some hot takes with the Xbox Series X launch. What? It is an exciting time for people, but don't tell that to the users reporting problems with the disk trays. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, online reports from some Xbox Series Xs claim that the consoles have begun making bizarre clicking and whirring sounds after disks are loaded into the tray. For some, the disk tray doesn't even accept disks at all. And that's obviously a big problem who bought the console with a disc tray. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's 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 weird. And honestly, this is a problem that Xbox has been having with all of their consoles. Really? This, this yeah. The disc tray issue with the clicking and whirring. Uh, my old college roommate and I used to refer to that clicking and whirring of the Xbox as it's making bagels, because that's the only thing it's useful for now. Oh, uh, I could go for a bagel. Mmm. <laughs> so yeah, these all these new Xboxes are making bagels too, and that's what killed my 360. That's what is killing my Xbox One currently, and it's a common issue. Why is Microsoft having this problem? But according to the article, Microsoft hasn't acknowledged the disk drive issue or hard drive noises. I mean, 
it's clearly some type of hardware issue, which is definitely going to call for some type of recall and like rectification for the situation on anybody who bought the console and is having these issues. So that's a little it's a little scammy. Yeah, this this can't be fixed with a software update. This is completely internal. Um, and so the article goes on by saying it appears that the Xbox Series X has been plagued with quite a few issues since it's made its debut. Originally, when the Series X and Series S launched on Thursday, users were met with an Xbox Live outage, which left players unable to enjoy their new games because Microsoft is very specific about having to connect to the Internet. Oh, yeah, I've had uh, some YouTubers I've been watching with their Xbox Series X talk about that, actually. Yep, it was. And I think that's more of like a flooding of their servers that crashed them. But, you know, who knows? It, it could very well be. Server issues on these launches are not uncommon by any means. Oh, no. But now here is here is the issue that everybody has been reporting and everybody has been tweeting about and making memes of. Microsoft has been forced to issue a notice to people to not vape into their goddamn consoles. Oh my god. Zach, have you been seeing the videos of people putting fucking vape smoke into their consoles? No, but I love it. <laughs> I'm here for the chaos. Okay. I'm here uh, for all of it. Rubbing my temples. It start no, it started off with a tweet of some asshole. His tweet wasn't in English. I don't know where he was, but it was of his Xbox Series X bellowing smoke. Like a plume of smoke. This thing looked like a factory chimney. And I tweeted, and he didn't show himself vaping into it. Like the video cut in with the Xbox smoking. And I tweeted, I've been around frat houses and people who wear Supreme clothing enough to know what vape smoke looks like. Yeah, no kidding. That's not electrical smoke. I know what vape smoke looks like. I hang out with you, Zar. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's Can kinda- we also also just acknowledge that Czar just did like the best analogy he compared to chimney smoke. That that's gotta be the analogy of the month right there. That was, <laughs> that was good stuff. Czar got the analogy of the month. Woo! Woo! Alright, yeah. Achievement this, unlocked. I don't know if this <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That's the title of this episode. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. But no, I, I'm wondering if this is a callback to like early Xbox problems. Cause I I've mentioned before that the Xbox original, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of speculation, but those giant acts boxes were rumored to overheat and, you know, catch blaze. Like I've seen pictures of people's curtains that were like completely burned to a crisp. They burned their house down. And like in some instances, the Xbox original would explode. Explode? Yeah. Big problem. In in fact, uh, one of my oldest friends had an Xbox original, was really jealous of him at the time until it caught fire. And then he went back to Nintendo. (laughs) Nintendo, Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo. <laughs> I don't want to hear it with Nintendo. That Joy-Con drift is starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad for your Joy-Cons. Oh, it's terrible. I have to. You know what, though? At least Nintendo rectifies the situation for free. I've just and been too lazy to send them in. It doesn't blow up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at least it doesn't blow up. That's, That's fair. Like, Zach is like, huh? <laughs> doesn't blow up? Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo? So- <laughs> 
So we've been talking about the issues of the new gen and this is not an issue. Like this, this is really not an issue, but please people don't fucking vape into your console. I can't believe we're in 2020 and we have to say this. That was word for word. What Xbox tweeted out. They're like, we can't believe we have to say this. Don't vape into your consoles. Not into the console. Come on, people. On the other hand, we do have the disc tray issue, which is a huge deal breaker. I mean, you know, I really want the disc tray, but digital may be the way to go here. At the time, it seemed like a really good thing for um, GameStop, but that acquisition of like GameStop, that partnership they have going on, that could save them a lot of money in repairs if that's kind of the road they have to go down. Yeah. So that could work out pretty nice. Definitely. I mean, like GameStop's everywhere, whereas there's not, yeah. you know, Microsoft corporate centers everywhere or customer support. That's a good yeah. point, Zach. But still, I mean, the fact that you have to, you spent five whole dollars on wish.com for your Xbox Series X. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to take it to a GameStop. And now I got to take it to a game. No, you spend $500 on these. The best I can do is 350 Yeah, that sounds, no, that sounds like GameStop. <laughs> this is Some brand things new. don't change. That's okay. You're like, this is a brand new console. And you're like, well, I could do eight and store credit. Yeah, <laughs> store credit's good, right? The store credit will work, right? Like, no, no. Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia's not a GameStop worker's name. What's a GameStop worker's name? I was going to say, I just got like Pokemon Sinnoh flashbacks. I was like, oh no, not <laughs> Cynthia. Your <laughs> <laughs> Garchomp away from me. Or oh, Spirit see. Tomb. Oh my God, that's Spirit Tomb. Oh. I see Chet or Kyle for a GameStop employee. No, Kyle, I don't want store credit. <laughs> As he's vaping into your Xbox. All right. So we have, it's kind of bro, been a bro, week. There's smoke in your Xbox. I know it's yours. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. It's, it's worth six bucks in store credit now. I hate you, Chad. <laughs> Chad. No, I had a roommate who was a big Xbox guy and was also the biggest vapor I know. And like, even unintentionally, I like I've seen his bedroom. There's just vape smoke floating around perpetually, even when he's not in there. It's wild. <laughs> He'd probably be one of the first people I know of to have these issues. Like, I don't know what the contents of vape smoke are, but I do know it's not going to be good for your electronics. Well, it's mostly water vapor. So don't get your electronics wet for fuck's sake. I mean, I haven't actually seen any reports of this causing permanent damage to consoles. It will if you do it over and over again. But yeah, I mean, it may look cool that your your Xbox is vaping with you, but really you're just putting a lot of water vapor into its motherboard, into its uh, main components. It's not something you should do, people. <laughs> Fucking Fortnite players. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Uh, all right, so PlayStation 5 is having software issues. Xbox Series X is having hardware issues. It uh... And Nintendo's AFK. <laughs> <laughs> and both consoles are having user issues as well. People are being stupid. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think that's it. It really was a lighter news week because everyone's been so like enthralled with the consoles, but... It hasn't been all sunshines and lollipops, boys. There have been issues. Yup. 
Anywho, we should probably move on to game releases. All eight of them. I am so excited. Zach, you want game releases this week? Yes, there's no Nintendo, so I guess I'll take these. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you need to talk a little bit this week, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't get to just sit on your throne. (laughs) Making your scripts. (laughs) (laughs) Did I even do a good job this week? Because I I panic, guys. I'm so glad I got both you to help me out it's just it's just nice all right anyway that's fucking teamwork teamwork <laughs> upcoming game releases world of warcraft shadowlands expansion launches november 23rd speaking of i need a vacation day oh. second cobra kai the karate kid saga continues nintendo switch and november 24th Football Manager 2021 is coming to PC on November 24th. And Just Dance 2021 is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X on, you guessed it, November 24th. Woo! Out of Space Couch Edition is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch on November 25th. And then Vigor is coming to the PS4 on November 25th. And then our final game, which is so much better than the last two weeks. <laughs> Aid of Skrr is coming to Nintendo Switch on November 26th. Yeah, no kidding. Especially last week. That wiped me out. Yeah, we got some big lists recently. Even, wasn't I the one saying it? Come on, yeah, dude. but I, that's it. That's how long it was. <laughs> I got tired listening to you. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame you on that. So Chris says the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, you got a baby coming up this week. Uh, what's our hype up game? Uh, sorry, I got some itches for some reason. All right, so um, World of Warcraft <laughs> Shadowlands is coming out on November 23rd. Guys, remember when I was trash talking World of Warcraft and I was like, I'm never going to play again and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when did you ever say that? Yeah, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> well, all right, here we are. <laughs> With a single act of destruction, Sylvanas Windrunner has ripped open the way to the afterlife. Azeroth's staunchest defender. Oh, wow, that's not even a word. Azeroth's staunchest defenders <laughs> have been dragged to all-consuming darkness. An ancient force of death threatens to break its bonds and unravel reality as we know it. Um, we've time-traveled. We've basically killed gods. Now we're going to literally try and kill death, guys. Yeah, that seems like the logical next step. <laughs> I don't know what more they come up with, but th- this this is a pretty good concept. I know a lot of like, I think they just had Final Fantasy 14 had like Shadow Bringers. So I know mm-hmm. it's kind of a theme. Um, hidden realms of wonder and horror await any who would pass the other side. What I really like is you get to pick one of the four aspects of death. There's like bastions, which is like your typical angels. There's like the Maldraxxus or the Necro Lords, and they're like your, your zombies and stuff and like plays. That sounds cool. Then there's like your vampires because, you know, why not? And then there is, who's the final one? Mm, the night fairies. So it's like for the people who are like in tune with nature and like the cycle of rebirth. And so it's pretty neat how you get to pick one of those and like you support one of those bastions of death and you pretty much team up with them and build them up to end up fighting the big baddie of the expansion, which will be literally the God of death. Eat. It's pretty exciting. Um, I'm curious to see, cause they already kind of pushed this thing back. I'm curious to see what's not finished. Cause let's be real. COVID screwed everybody over. And I'm curious to see what Activision does to sink their grubby little paws into this. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty excited nonetheless. I'm giving them my money cause I'm an idiot <laughs> and a drunkie when it comes to World of Warcraft. So speaking of that, uh, what are we looking at price tag wise for the expansion? So you can buy just the expansion for 40 bucks. You can buy the Heroic Edition, which is 60 bucks. And if you've never played the game, I recommend this one because it gives you a free level 50. 
Um, instead of having to like grind and go through all the story content, you just get like a free level 50. You can pretty much just start in the expansion. I know that can sometimes be intimidating when you play an MMO. Um, they, they've redone the entire leveling experience too. So what's really neat about that is like, you can just pick one expansion and play through the story and it's really coherent instead of how it used to be where you would jump around a lot. Jumping's fun. But the real question is, does this expansion add cool new pets? Because we all know that World of Warcraft is a pet simulator. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, there's lots of new pets, lots of new mounts, lots of cool new armor, and lots of things to show off about. Nice. Zach, you've remarked on these expansions before, but like with the price tag on there, obviously that's a good amount of money, especially considering we've still got a, a few really good contenders for that money of games that are coming out this year. Do you think that you really get your money's worth with these expansions? JP, um, they had a tweet, I think it was like three days ago, World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King came out 15 years ago. Wow. I have been playing this game for over 15 years. Okay. How old is this game altogether? Like 20 years? 2004. Wow. Dude. 2004. You think they're going to do something amazing on the 20th anniversary coming up here in four years? Um, You know, I don't know. I just can't get over the fact that I'm still playing this game, that the that it's held up for so long. You've seen so many MMOs go up and down and like just disappear completely. And World of Warcraft is the constant. And while they've made some stupid decisions, they've done things wrong, they usually fix it for the next one. And there's always something new they do to kind of make it controversial, but it's always a bunch of fun. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about World of Warcraft and how cliche it's become in, in like mainstream, but they really do a good job of giving everything to the player. Like there is so much to do, so much to see, so much to collect. Like this game is endless and you got to give them props for that. Absolutely. And JP is going to play because Big Daddy crits a name. So it is available. I thanks, Peaches. Me and my fucking promises. <laughs> so come play World of Warcraft with JP on November 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Now we're setting a date. I'm broke. <laughs> I spent all my ruples on Miles Morales. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the end of, uh, end of me crying. That's how I cry. Guys, I think that's pretty much it for the week. Um, any final words before we wrap up this episode? Uh, Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. Still? <laughs> <laughs> Where is Nintendo? Looking around, I can't find them. Nintendo Switch Pro in the next month. Just wait, guys. It'll get announced. Zach's calling it. Uh, they came out with the Game & Watch. They came out with the Game & Watch at the same time as the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. You know, this Get your next-gen console. <laughs> <laughs> it can tell time. <laughs> its main function is a watch. No, I'm, I'm being for real. I'm probably going to pick that up. I know it's a total collector's item, but I really want it, and it's 50 bucks. Or two on Wish.com. Well, you already got to play World of Warcraft, so how about that? <sighs> All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. We will see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye.